It went straight down the middle. Then it started to hook. Looking back on the history of Sports Illustrated, there aren't too many 16-year-olds that found their way to the cover. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. No idea. So, aside from Ben Hogan, the other reason I played golf and continued to work at it was I was sitting in my mother and father's bed on a Sunday morning, and the Sunday paper was there. And Parade Magazine had all the beautiful pictures of Queen Elizabeth's coronation. If you think historically, 53 is when Hogan won. Carnoustie. Yes. So now my dad, he's trying to wave some sort of carrot. Don't ask me what. And my dad (laughs) says, you know, I think he had an audience with the Queen. And we could go there when you're 16, and you could play in the British Amateur, and maybe you'd meet the Queen. So I kept trying to do that. I did. And um, so I was 16, and my father and Bob Green uh got, I think, a little bit of sponsorship money. I don't know if it was a loan to my father. I don't know what it was. And we went to the British Amateur, and do you not know it was at Carnoustie? And, <laughs> oh, man. and I mean, the weather was, I, I, well, the weather was frightful. First of all, we checked into, this is a whole story in itself. We checked into a hotel in Dundee, and we had two rooms. I'm not, of course, sure why my dad did that, but or we had connecting rooms or something, and it seemed very spooky to me. Hmm. And I said, I don't, I'm, I'm staying with you, you know? So my dad goes downstairs. This is kind of an embarrassing story. But my dad goes downstairs and tells them we just went the one room. And they, like, raise their eyebrows like I'm not his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't know that he did, but I was really offended. <laughs> Um, and we stayed there only that one night, and then we ended up going to Carnoustie to stay. And we stayed in, I can't tell you the name of it, but I can tell you that I've been to Carnoustie in recent years, and it's now um, a nursery, a nursing home. And, um, and so we stayed at that hotel, which was very near the golf course. Um, the golf course only had a kind of hexagon-shaped starter shack. There was nothing else there, nothing else there. Yeah. And, um, and the only other American that was playing was Ann Stranahan, Frank Stranahan's mm. wife. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so um, uh, we did spend a little bit of time with her. But uh, to end the story, um, I did all right in the first round. I drew a bye. And in the second round, <laughs> I played a girl who had been playing golf for a year and a half. And she pulled her own clubs, and every time she'd win a hole, she'd say, one up, thank you. And I thought, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> it hailed twice during the round. Oh, my. And at the 18th hole, I was one down, and I had to do, I had to do something, um, like hit it over the moat, and I, I just quite frankly couldn't. And maybe I was even. I, don't, I, I, I was one down. And um, anyway, I lost the match. One down to Sheila McGiven. I remember her name. And, mm-hmm. um, she couldn't have been nicer, but it was such a, it was quite the blow. And um, 
All the years later, when I worked at Carnoustie with the Open Championship, they put an article in the paper about Sheila McGivin beating me. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> it's funny that I remembered her name. But so yeah. I had kind of not warm memories of Carnoustie. Um, but you mean that easy golf course? Yo, man. Holy cow. <laughs> and, you know, my dad, so my dad thought if you could hit a golf ball well a certain way, that works everywhere. You know, he wasn't one to, like, adapt. Um, he just thought you'd take more club or you this or that. Well, you you don't just take more club when the gale is blowing 30 off mm-hmm. the North Sea and all those things. Anyway, I did not learn that until about 15 years later. But um, so we went home and my dad said on the airplane and getting over there and back was hard, you know, airplane yeah. then and so yeah. on. 1961. Right. And uh, we get home, but on the way home, my dad said, you know, if you don't want to play golf anymore, I understand. And so I said, <sighs> I don't think I want to play golf anymore. And so we were home about two weeks. Carnoustie did that too. Yeah, it, it did. And, uh, and um, you know, you still had a phone that was connected to the wall, and my father was sitting like I am now, and the phone rang, and he was sitting in the kitchen, and he grabbed the phone, and it was Sports Illustrated, and they wanted to know if I was going to play at Baltus Roll in the U.S. Open, and they would like to do a cover story. And so I started playing golf again. And that's how that happened. And that is the honest truth. So you just wonder what makes your life go round. Who knows? We hope you've enjoyed this short track of For the Good of the Game. And please, wherever you listen to your podcast on Apple and Spotify, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, spread the word, and tell your friends. Until we tee it up again, for the good of the game, so long, everybody. Whack down the fairway, it went smack down the fairway. Then it started to slice just a smidge off line. It headed for two, but it bounced off nine. My caddy says, long as you're still in the state, you're okay. Yes, it went straight down the middle, quite a way.